1: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And this is Jennifer. I am so glad that you stayed with us today because we have the second part of the story from Carrie M. Holt. And she is a mom of four. And more importantly, she is a podcast and website host of Take Heart moms dot com, dot com. A writer, a speaker, a podcast host, and she's really a minister to special need moms and helps them thrive in their journey. So that may be you today, and if it's not you, I'm sure it's someone in your neighborhood, at your school, or a friend that you have. And so she's really going to add insight to our. To our understanding about special needs moms. So thank you, Carrie. Thank you for joining yes, us. Thank you for having me. It's, it's fun to be together and to meet you and to hear your story. And right before, so the end of the last show, you were telling us that you have four children Yeah, and that the, the oldest had some, uh, had to get eyeglasses. And then at 20 weeks, the third one yeah. is diagnosed with spina bifida. And hydrocephalus, Dylan. yeah, oh my. yeah.
2: So, so we're right here at this cliffhanger. Can you keep going where we left off? Sure. So, what's interesting about the journey that I can look back at, and is that God had been preparing me. Mm-hmm. And you don't always get that, but I had had friends, even in mm-hmm. elementary school. I had a friend with Down syndrome. Oh. And my husband and I had been serving, you know, in the Awana program at our mm-hmm. church and just had had some interaction. And of course, as a mom, you think, please don't, God, please don't give me a child like that, you know, right. or, and not to offend anyone listening, but you just, you know, as a mom, sometimes you think, I don't want to walk down that road. I, you, you look at special needs moms and think yeah. I could never do that. How do they do it? Right. Until you're you're forced to, yeah. and you, you do what you have to do, just mm-hmm. like we all do mm-hmm. what we have to do. Right. And so I, the first thing is you just go through this grieving process and while
1: they're in the womb. Yeah. Did they ask you to terminate?
2: I did have one doctor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, by this time I was 22 weeks mm-hmm. and he said, well, you have options. Mm. And of course that isn't something that my husband and I ever, you know, we don't believe in that. We, and we just, yeah, we just definitely said so no. You went into this full, fully no know, knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. So I, you know, it was interesting because I remember walking to the car that day and of course we were crying and, um, what what's interesting is when we so when we initially got the news our oldest son was with us mm. and my husband almost passed out in the doctor's oh. office and he oh. I have his permission to tell that story but he just said he saw our face and he just, his stomach dropped, and he's got low blood pressure, sure. I think. So he's just, like, on the floor. And, mm. and then the nurses are coming in to get our oldest son, and it was just trauma. This, yeah, it was trauma and a little bit of some levity in the moment, you know. Like, oh, goodness. We laugh about it now because um, there's been a few other times when that's happened along <laughs> our journey. It's
1: pattern. Boom, there he goes. <laughs> yes.
2: So... So then we went for, um, they immediately tried to get us into a high-risk doctor. So they wanted mm-hmm. to confirm all of this stuff. And what's interesting about that day is I had my ultrasound, and then I was waiting to see my doctor. And my husband was pacing back and forth in the uh, waiting room because, you know, at an mm. OB's office, you wait forever. Yes. <laughs> and he, and I looked at him, and I said, I would tell you to go to work, but I feel like you need to be here. hmm And the interesting thing is, is I didn't feel doom and gloom. I didn't feel, I didn't have this feeling like something's wrong. I just, something in me said, I think you should be here.
1: Yeah.
2: So after the second appointment, same day, we walked to the car and we were upset. And my husband turned to me and he said, if not, if not us, who else? Mm. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. You know, like it if, you know. Oh. Why, why wouldn't we take this on? You know, we have, we have our faith. Uh, we have Jesus and, you know, mm-hmm. let's do this. So there were, so there wow. were just a lot of things about my pregnancy just that weren't normal. You know, it was like I'd go to Babies R Us and shop and people would mm-hmm. say, "Oh, when are you due? And I'd be like, well, I have a C-section scheduled date, which I know a lot of women have that. But for me, that was just it was so different because oh. It was a date not only of birth, but also the date where he would have to... Like, I was at one hospital here in Columbus, then he had to be transferred, transferred right to away. the children's yes. hospital. Yep. So we were apart. And anyway, so so long story short, the next 20 weeks of pregnancy, I switched into my type A planning mode. It was like, Get okay. Everything ready. Yep. So I can't control my circumstances, but I can control all these other pieces. So I'm going to do mm. what I can to control this, um, which was good and bad. It gave me something to do, but it was, you know, touring the NICU and meeting with doctors and picking your neurosurgeon who's going to have oh. to perform your son's first two surgeries. Um, my son was born with an open hole in his back, so it's mm-hmm. similar to a spinal cord injury, and then he would also need a device called a shunt because he has extra fluid in his brain because all of that – in utero development didn't happen normally. And, and I also just read a lot and then two and a half weeks. So was that
1: he, good to read a lot?
2: For me, it was, uh-huh. it really does vary per person. Yeah. I wanted to be, I'm one of those people that I want to be as prepared as possible. Yeah. And I don't want to be blindsided. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> which God has taught me a lot of flexibility in that. Cause we get blindsided mm-hmm. a lot with different things. I mean, he's 14 now wow. and you know, so it it was good for me, but what ended up happening is he had his the typical birth, and everything seemed to be going as according to plan and then two and a half weeks of age he went into respiratory failure mm. and we went back to the children's hospital and we ended up spending sixty four days at children's well he thirty thirty of those days were in the pediatric intensive care unit where he was mm. fighting for his life and God just taught me so much about his presence and his faithfulness. And I know that verse in Philippians about do not be anxious about anything, you know, but with everything, with Mm. prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. And I know that's a verse that we sometimes gets thrown around a lot, but I learned the truth of that scripture Mm. because I remember standing by my son's bed in the icu in this tiny bed and i think he was under warming lights because he was having all this trouble regulating his body temperature and he had a lot of things going on he was basically by this time his entire airway was collapsing and he just he would turn blue and stop breathing and they would have to bag him and bring him back and and i remember just having the sense of peace like just come over me Mm -hmm. and i remember now I know how close to death he was, but in that moment, God was protecting me.
1: He really did,
2: yeah. And you can't explain it except just that it, the peace of God was guarding my heart and my mind yeah. over because and and I am definitely a planner. You know, yeah. I said that earlier, type A planner. Mm-hmm. I want to have can plan for that. Yeah, when I have everything planned out, I wanted to know, you know, the next day, and I literally had to learn how to live. And trust God, sometimes it was minute by minute yeah. because things would happen, let alone trying to figure out who was going to have our boys next week. Because by this time, right. they were You're three and a half to take care of the other two. Boys. Yeah. Our second son had his second birthday while Toby oh. was in the hospital. And at the same time, you know, my mother and lo- mother-in-law lost her mother. And it was just this whole, you know, life is still going on. Sure. Outside of the hospital yeah. and trying to balance all that. And so I definitely learned a lot of the verses at Matthew that talk about don't take thought for tomorrow,
1: the you know? lilies of the field. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that he he holds tomorrow and he holds the next minute, and just to to trust God, give me the grace and the strength for right now, and those verses in Lamentations about His mercies being new every morning. Because, you know, we need them. (laughs) When you're a planner. Yes. And you can't plan. Yeah. Because we're living minute by minute, day by day. Yeah. But he was there. Yeah, he was there. So kind of fast forward, and he came home from the hospital, and he was around three months of age, and he was just a very different baby. He was medically fragile, so Mm. he had to have a trach, which is a tube in the throat Mm. to help him breathe. He was on a ventilator twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And he had a feeding tube, so he was put hooked up to a feeding pump twenty hours a day. At home. At home.
1: You, you had to watch him.
2: Yeah. And we had um, we have still in home nursing, mm-hmm. you know, private duty nursing to help take care of him, especially in those days. He was very just medically fragile and taking him anywhere required so much equipment and so <laughs> you, know, you really just, couldn't go anywhere. Right. You were stuck at home. Yeah. So, so it was just a journey. And exhausted. Did you get any sleep? Oh, not much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not much. Um, some. So, and just learning to trust God through all of that and that he, he holds tomorrow. And since then, it's just been a journey because uh, he's had almost 60 surgeries. So we are in the hospital a lot. And. Yeah. So it's just been a journey of trust and a lot of bumps in the road along the way that we've had to deal with and to learn. I want you to stay with us for one more show because I want to
1: hear some of the practical and nuts and bolts ways that you you learned along this journey and how you can help those other moms that are right in the midst of that day by day, minute by minute. This has been Carrie M. Holt and you're listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer jackson i'm so glad you stayed with the show come again listen again at the next one because carrie will be back with us thank you for listening to simply for women we hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith